0: Well, my friends, we made it. We made it through three weeks of Georgia District Youth Camps. We came out on the other side, and we survived it, and we're back. It's been a couple of weeks, but it's been an amazing summer, and I'm so glad that you clicked play on this episode of the podcast today, because today we have a very special guest with us. I'm honored. To have my friend Ryan Trimble as our guest on the podcast today. Ryan is a good friend, an amazing guy, an apostolic recording artist, and he also serves as the marketing director at Eastgate United Pentecostal Church in Vider, Texas. Ryan just released a brand new single called Blue Miami Sky, and we're gonna talk about life and music today on the podcast it's going to be an amazing episode let's go
1: Hey, can you hear me?
0: Hey, Ryan, how you doing, bro? Yes, I hear you great. <laughs>
1: hey. I am doing very well. How's
0: man, thank you for being on the podcast today, bro.
1: Oh man, thank you so much. Thanks for for having me. Thank you. This is really special. I uh, admire you so much, and I know this is going to be it's going to be a fun conversation. I oh, always lo- I love your podcast, man. It's so cool.
0: Ah, oh, you're it's kind, so, um, man. Thank th- you.
1: Always thought provoking. Always,
0: always fantastic. Thank you, bro. Well, my favorite part about having a podcast, sometimes people ask me, like, what's your favorite part about having your own podcast? And it's always an easy answer for me. It's getting to talk to my friends and to uh, have an excuse. You know, sometimes we feel like uh, we have to have an excuse. You know, we have to have, like, a designated time to sit down and talk about some of these things. And so that's what the podcast is. Is for me. I get to like ask all these questions to people, and and I can use the podcast as an excuse. So, thank you, bro. I'm super excited to have you on the show, and for all of our listeners. Thanks, man. I want to, uh, you know, we're gonna dive into some stuff. You've got a new song that just came out this weekend. We're gonna dive <laughs> into all that. Um, but real quick, before we get into all that. Would you be willing to just kind of tell us who is Ryan Trimble? Tell us about who you are, what you do, where you serve. Just kind of give the listeners some background there.
1: Yeah. um, Well, how much time do you have? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Uh, I got all day. So so I was raised in in an artistic home. Um, My mom and dad, Tom and Debbie Trimble, um, we were raised in Memphis, Tennessee, and um, yeah, uh, a little, a little bit about. I mean, my upbringing. My, my mom and dad were always making music, and my uh, my dad would also do these dramas. He called them illustrated sermons, and so that got me into storytelling at a young age. I had such a fascination with uh, quality storytelling. Um, later on in college, I ended up going to. To school for for writing creative writing and and uh, also cinema arts and stuff so that's where i started to learn about video so um on any given week or month i could be obsessed about video or music or any <laughs> any uh other number of the arts you know so um i i really yeah so that that that's that can be a challenge uh to to bounce back and forth and and kind of uh It can can be overwhelming at times when you have so many things that interest you and excite you, Um, but I've got such an incredible support group. Um, So where I serve is Eastgate Church in Viter, Texas, Pastor Matthew Tuttle, Sister Michelle Tuttle. Um, Pastor Tuttle is actually my brother-in-law, my wife's brother, my wife Anna, Um, so we We used to be in St. Louis. My father pastors in St. Louis, and we moved down here a few years ago to help them start their uh, private school, our private school, Eastgate Academy, which is amazing. Um, So we helped them start that school. I was principal there for a few years. My wife was administrator. Now she's administrator of the church, and now I'm just over like marketing stuff, so marketing media, social media presence, and stuff like that. So so there are many different things I enjoy doing that I'm passionate about, i'm I'm very thankful. Um, the Lord has just opened some some incredible doors, and uh, I just feel so blessed. so that's that's where I serve. I'm thankful to have a uh, a pastor and a brother- in law who is, you know, really receptive to the different artistic projects I enjoy doing, and um, just really celebrates that. So I'm thankful. I, I love love where I am, love what we do. It's awesome,
0: bro, that is so cool. and by the way, getting to you know, Rachel and I had the privilege of getting to be out there at Eastgate in Viter, Texas. I think it was January, the year's kind of all blurring together, but um for your missions conference and
1: dude.
0: Man, like that that conference blessed us, bro. Like I was man. I felt more blessed uh to be there than I felt like a blessing. Like I just you I was like, wow, us. this you is just us. Oh, my goodness, man. Um, Just every night was so special. I left with like uh, this just refreshing feeling in my spirit. And you and I had kind of known each other from afar through other people. And then you and I finally got to get connected in person. And uh, bro, just had such a good time getting to hang out with you that weekend, getting to talk to you. And um, we got to start to dig in and talk a little bit about music. Now, and and I know we're going to be talking about your new song. Could you tell us, um, how did you get into music? I know your family's all very musical. I mean, your dad's like the legendary Tom Trimble and just an amazing musical family. How did music start um, for you? When did that become a passion for you?
1: I can't remember a time that music didn't have uh, a huge presence in my life, even on a daily basis. I can't remember a time without without a lot of music around me. Um, every day there was a piano in my home. You know, before we were born, Dad was making music back in college with the Trimble Brothers. You know, that that was their group with my uncles and. Um, wow. And then he and mom started recording some music, and I remember them playing their cassette tapes when I was a kid, and we would, you know, dance around the living room to that. So if someone was, you know, touching the piano, playing the piano every day, dad was writing a lot of music. Um, you know, when I was a child, uh, many people don't know he wrote uh, Warming Up, which the Magruder's uh, really kind of, you know, sang a lot and, and popularized, but... but Wow, I did wrote, not know uh, that, bro. Yeah. I'm just warming up. Yeah. Um, he wrote that uh, because he assisted brother Carol Magruder for a time and it's a, so that's a, a awesome Southern gospel song. And then he did, you know, he did blues, you know, he tried so many different genres, but troubling the waters is one that dad wrote as well. Um, and many other amazing things. He's got a new song coming out soon, but, uh, so yeah, music was always in our home. We would sing as a family. As soon as I was old enough, you know, not to be a goofball on the platform. I was singing with my family. Um, when I was, a uh, in middle school, when I was a teenager, you know, and, and all of us, all five of us would sing together on the platform. And that was such a great introduction to, you know, really, um, you know, just, just working in the kingdom ministry, being accountable to other people in the body and trying to set an example and, and, uh, And and help you know be a blessing to others, uh, and um, you know allow the Lord to flow through you and to use you. So that was yeah that was my my upbringing. That was my teenage years. And Anthony and I, my brother, um, he we we had like a band for a while. We we um, yeah we had a group. Uh, There were a few of our friends. We had a band called God About for a while. Uh, and then it was oh. Exodus, Anthony and I. <laughs> Anthony and I did, well, actually the very first, I know I'm taking a while. No, explain. you're good. Yes, this sorry. is good. The very the very first North American talent search um, at NAYC, at North American Youth Congress, the very first talent search, Anthony and I entered for the band category, and we won that year. And um, and that, that there was some really fun music we made during that time. And uh, then he went on to do his solo worship stuff, and it wasn't until really the pandemic a couple of years ago that, after I had kind of spent the last decade pretty much focusing more on video, um, Pastor Tuttle um, <laughs> texted me one night, like during the heat of the pandemic, and he was like, "Hey, you should put out an album." And I couldn't go to sleep. It took me a long time to go to sleep that night. The wheels were turning, and. Wow, um, and uh, I was like, "Well, this was kind of a bucket list thing." I kind of always felt like I had, I had a, a, at least, a, a, if not an album, at least a song in me, you know. And it was kind of something I always wanted to do. But the, the pandemic and the fact that we were all home, and I had the gear at my house to do it if I wanted to, I was like, "Okay, let's try this." And so, yeah, 2020 is when I first started recording seriously. You know, I've been making music with my family for. For many years but that's when I first started recording yeah
0: bro that is so cool and you've released some incredible songs um you know silver lining oh my goodness that was my jam <laughs> this incredible like 80s vibe that's going on so cool um prodigal uh seasons I mean I just I love your music bro and it's 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 different it's it's unique and it's awesome. And I love that in this apostolic music community, we have somebody like yourself that is releasing this awesome genre, this style of music. Now, you've got a brand new song called Blue Miami Sky, which, by the way, is like one of the coolest <laughs> song titles I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. Okay. Oh, man. So I want to talk about it because it, it just released and, uh, For everybody listening, you need to go to iTunes and buy this song right now, Blue Miami Sky by Ryan Trimble. It's going to be a jam, and you're going to love it, and it's going to bless you. So go listen to it right now because we're going to go talk about it here. So uh, Ryan, tell us about the idea of the song, where this came from, where this concept came from, because I think it's really important in the day and age we live in right now, I think this song is super important. So tell us about where it came from and what the idea behind the song is.
1: Yeah, so last spring break, um, I had spent some time with my family and then I was setting off on a on a work trip. It was a video project um, and I was just driving alone from Orlando to Miami. And, you know, I... There was a melody that came on the drive, um, and it was really that hook. It was the, the the interlude hook, the Blue Miami Sky hook, and that melody was there. The words Blue Miami Sky came kind of quickly, and I realized right away that I was kind of, that God was kind of nudging me and kind of, kind of ministering to me and bringing some revelation about the importance of solitude and his presence. Um, I started thinking about with driving through the Florida landscape, which I don't get to do often. And then getting close to Southern California, which is so beautiful. I was really just enjoying the drive with the windows down and the music was, I didn't have any music playing, um, which by the way, for, for people who enjoy writing music, I really, I really encourage, or if you feel like you've, you've got music in you, I encourage you to actually turn music off sometimes so that you can to me uh, there are great things that can happen creative things that can happen um, when I'm not distracted by when I'm not distracted by all this other you know external stimuli so absolutely um, no music was playing the windows were down I was enjoying the breeze in the spring driving to Miami and uh, just got that idea about like you know we need to get away sometimes um I was specifically thinking about times where I've even been on vacation which can seem like just a luxury to some people but I would say it's it's really necessary because I find in those moments when I do set time aside I journal I pray I talk to the Lord and I feel like God can really if you do it properly he can speak to you in a special way when you set that time aside. So God was just talking to me about that ministering to me and then very quickly these verses came, you know, turning aside, turning off the phone. You're not in the wind. You're not inside the fire. You know, a gentle voice is whispering all this stuff. And so God was really kind of just ministering to me and uh, challenging me to... It it also came at a a moment when I needed to reflect um, during a trying time. So yeah, that's how it happened.
0: Man, that is so cool. And I I love the song, bro. I was I was listening to it today uh, with my windows down. (laughs) There's something about the I don't know if you've ever been told this. There's something about your music that like makes me want to roll the windows down. And I'm, (laughs) oh man, and I'm like an AC kind of guy. Like I'm a city boy that lives in Georgia, (laughs) you know. So for me to want to roll my windows down, that that means the music is really like (laughs) it's really hitting different. So. I love Bro, it, man. That's so
1: cool, though. It's funny. It's uh, it's really interesting because people have made this comment. Somebody said, "I got to get a convertible so I can listen to this music." Um, <laughs> that's you know, awesome. It was, which is such a funny. It, it's so funny because it, you can understand this as a as an artist and a musician. You know, you set out with an intention, right? And you pray that a song will minister in a unique way, in a specific way, to each person and what they need, and all of this, and. Of course, you know this is this is not necessarily a corporate worship song. It's a different genre. But um, you know, we all, as musicians and, and artists, set out with an intention, and you hope it will it will impact people the, the way you want. And um, you know, my hope is that I was telling Landry yesterday um, that that people will kind of take a little you know vacation, and you know, with with the song, like a like a spiritual retreat, or a, you know, just. In a time when the world is so um, noisy and and overwhelming with all the the news and the information and all of this, like I just hope that the music can inspire, encourage, and uplift somebody. So it's it's nice to hear that you you feel like you know it's it's like chill time with the song. That it's special. It means a lot, and yeah, and that's what yeah. that's what I really hope. That's
0: awesome, man. And I think the message of your song is important. And this is just my opinion, so I'm I'm speaking it out here. But it seems to me that it's only been in the last few years that it has become acceptable in the eyes of of saints and the community for people that are working in in ministry to take time off. Like it, it's, and I, I love seeing this happen. In, in the apostolic culture is that you're seeing yeah. leaders like uh, get up and say, okay, I'm, I'm going to take uh, two weeks here, and I'm going to take some time with my family. And you actually see churches going up. You know, they're applauding that and saying, you need to go do what you need to do so that you can come back yeah. and, and continue to invest in your church and invest in the kingdom. That almost used to be frowned upon. And I've seen a, a shift come that says, "No, you know, you need to go get under a blue Miami sky and and take <laughs> you know take some time to turn off the phone, unplug, be unavailable." And that's what this song is all about. in, in a in a culture of anxiety, d- depression, right? These things that are so prominent, these beasts that are lifting up their head in this crazy world. I think this song yeah. is is really important. The message it's it's a fun, it's a jam. It's fun. but when you when you listen to the words, I think it's really important for anybody that's serving in ministry right now. If you're listening to this podcast, if you need to take a few days off, can uh, can Ryan and I just be a voice in your life that says, Do it. Like if you're burnt yeah, out and you feel like you don't have any more to give, it's okay to unplug for a few days. Call your pastor, call your spiritual authority and say, Um, I'm I'm headed to Miami for a couple of days. Do I have your blessing? <laughs> you know, and I know I'm just that's just symbolic of, you know, Miami. But whatever yeah. you need to do, yeah. just to, to unplug, go ahead and do it. So um let's talk about Landry Cantrell for a minute because Uh, Landry and I got to know each other over this last year We went on tour together We were on the Battle Cry tour together And Landry is one of my favorite people, bro One of my favorite artists And I was super pumped when I saw that you and Landry Had connected together for this song And uh, tell us how that happened What did that look like for you guys in this collaboration?
1: Yeah, well, it was it was 2020 after I put seasons out my first single that he had commented about it or something on social. I was so flattered because I, I respected his work and, and uh, so I, you know, I sent him a message on Instagram and, and I was like, man, you're, you're, I love your stuff. And uh, I, I really, I hadn't been recording music solo very much. I had done some recording with my parents. And so I just wanted to connect um to talk about his production process and stuff and and uh and with him kind of doing a similar genre I think to some of the music that I've been compelled to do um I thought that we could kind of compare notes and it would be a lot of fun to talk and um he was so so cool so gracious so we talked on the phone a little bit really for over a year I think and we were bouncing around the idea of collaborating we had never met in person and uh so but but I knew that if we if we could get together I I just felt like something good was going to come of it so um so yeah a few months ago I was like I think we do have the song I think this is it I sent him the demo he was very excited about it and uh I flew to Fresno to work with him there I thought we should I I wanted to record on the same microphone since we were going to both be doing vocals and so i was like it would be great to get in the same room so yeah flew out there hadn't even met him yet so you don't know how that thing is going to go like right. <laughs> you don't know whether it's going to be a good experience or a, or a frustrating one but no he was the best he was so much fun he's a he's a great producer and such a good engineer guy. mixed yeah um great great songwriter artist but also just um he, he was doing some mixing and stuff as we went along and he ended up co producing and mixing it because I was just really, um, we just really hit it off and uh, we, we enjoyed our time together. So, yeah, we hadn't met each other. And then, like, a couple months ago, we met for the first time when we recorded together. Yeah.
0: That's so cool, man. Man, on tour, Landry was like one of the highlights of the tour, bro. Just his style. It's <laughs> just so much fun. And, um, he has a new song he's going to be releasing here pretty soon. But he would sing it on tour every night. Cry, I'd weep every night. Yeah. Um, yeah, So good. I won't. I won't spill the beans here. I'll let him tell the news. But bro, his new song that's coming out is just going to be absolutely amazing. So, yeah. also, um, yeah. You uh, know
1: what? The other. I also want to say about him. The yeah. other thing about yeah. Landry is he's so. Um, we had a connect. We we had an opportunity while I was there to kind of understand each other's, um, to understand each other's spirit, you know, and to get a sense of just where we stand in the things of God. And I was so impressed while I was with him. So you know, I mean, there can I know there are different genres that that um, that people explore in the apostolic movement, and and his stuff definitely has kind of a poppy sound to it. But in conversation, you know. I, I, I was just so heartened and comforted because it was very clear he's a diehard apostolic. And, and I just thought that I thought it was really cool. You know, we don't always know how to do these kinds of songs live. So that's why it's nice to have, you know, something slow to bring live. And sure, uh, but but, you know, in the church setting, you know, because anyway, we can we could talk about genre all day. But I was just so impressed with his his uh, he's got a strong foundation and uh, I, I like the guy super nice.
0: Well, since you're on this this topic, I, I think it's an important one. Um, do you have any thoughts on encouraging people when it comes to genre uh, and, and being an apostolic artist and and just my two cents worth? I think we need different genres that we, we can't all be the same or we're not going to reach everybody, you know? So yeah. what's your thoughts on, on different genres in apostolic music?
1: Yeah, I... I, uh, approached this question, um, you know, humbly, I, I, I hope. And, and I, I do, it's, a, it's, I, I want to be wise in the way that I answer it is what I'm trying to say, because for, for many years, um, it, I was afraid, I was afraid to, um, really go that deep into, into, um, A genre that's kind of different from the corporate worship setting, and so, but then, um, I just got encouragement from the people closest to me, Um, and and uh, so I'm trying to put my thoughts together properly here um, because I want to answer the right way. I think we must. Let me be clear. We must have corporate worship music. Yeah. We can't do without it. Right, you know right. we need to have moments in the presence of the Lord where we do have you and, and Rachel and, and other artists and people you know ushering us into the presence of God you know, in that corporate setting. Obviously those, those songs can be enjoyed uh, at any time, whether you're at church or not. Um, but even my brother Anthony was writing so much incredible worship music and it's also a lot of it's very emotional. And um, can feel very vulnerable, like when I can feel very vulnerable listening to to all of that. And so, yeah,
0: absolutely, something
1: interesting with with the music I've made the last few years. Something interesting's happened where I just kind of felt like there are times in those in between moments when I can't be weeping as I walk into work. I, I need to be able to function throughout the day. Like I don't want to be, um, you know deep into an intense emotion at all times and so that's where I think having options as a far as point. genre is yeah. concerned you know um, I, I, it's kind of hard to explain but I think that uh, I think there are some genres that are I, I believe too aggressive, too, too angry and do not please the Lord however I think sure. that there are the there are the kinds of songs that are just up-tempo happy things that you know just driving down the road On vacation, but you don't want to listen to something that could uh, harm yourself or your family. And so it's nice to have the option as an apostolic to turn something on without worrying about it and still be able to kind of bob your head to it. So just something positive and encouraging and uplifting. I think there's a need for it. And uh, I didn't set out with this intention of like dealing with that. That I I guess what I'm trying to say is my, my, my. I didn't go into it like intentionally saying I'm, I'm just going to do this kind of music or whatever, because I do, I do plan on exploring more corporate worship um, stuff in the future as well. So sure. Sure. But yeah, I'm taking, I'm using a lot of words to, I think say, if I can sum it up that, that I think we need music for the in-between moments when we're not in church, we must be vulnerable in church and music plays such a huge role because God needs our vulnerability when we gather together and worship in order to do great things uh, in the church body, you know. Um,
0: yeah. But yeah. yeah,
1: just driving to work or, or driving down the road or painting a wall in your house and you just want something fun to listen to. I think it's nice to have that option.
0: See, this is such a good point. I, I'm glad you approached it this way because I, I like how you said, you know, I can't always be weeping if I'm like I'm walking into work, right? And and every apostolic has the day-to-day life of you know things they need to do and so having an apostolic artist like yourself or landry things like this they're they're blessing people and and not every song may be for a church service and and that's okay and and i want to just give people license and liberty to do that we need songs for the church we need that but we also need songs for, for Monday and Tuesday when we're going to work. And, and like you said, when we're painting the house, right? We need something to uplift us and encourage us and get us through the day. When it comes to genre, Rachel and I get asked this question a lot. Like, your, your sound, like, what? where did that sound come from? And I don't ever know yeah. how to answer it because I'm like, <laughs> well, we're just being us. Like, we didn't set out to to do, like, the specific style. Cause Rachel and I are like a weird hybrid. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. I love like, it. You can I do our it. music in church, and and a, a lot of people do our music in church, but some people consider us to be more of like through the week type music. So we're hmm. this, we're this kind That's of, cool. we're this kind of hybrid. I don't really understand it. We don't really know who we are, what we're doing, but we love it. And uh, and I'm thankful for guys like yourself. So blue Miami sky. Andy Ferguson, and then also Kelsey was involved with this song. You can hear her vocals in there. Mm. What was that like collaborating with them as well on this song?
1: So Andy Ferguson's played guitar for uh, every song I've released up to this point, and he's so much fun because you can throw any genre at him. You can throw any musical reference. He has a great just encyclopedia of music. It rattling around in his head and he understands pretty much any reference you throw at him. So he's invaluable. Um, just, he's been so great. And with this one, you know, um, he just brought some really cool, almost a disco kind of textures, uh, with his, with his sort of per I, I, I use the word percussive. Uh, I ask him to kind of treat his guitar like a drum sometimes and he's, he's doing some rhythm stuff, you know? And, uh, but no, it was, that was so great and um and then Kelsey Kelsey Cantrell who is married to Landry she's done great solo music herself I mean she's really been uh I've admired her her stuff from a distance so when I flew out there I met her also for the first time and I'm like Kelsey make more music uh she's so (laughs) great and she was very kind they have such a, a sweet kid um and uh, they have a they have a little boy, and so they would kind of go back and forth between giving him attention, and she would step into the booth, and uh, and she she was very kind to record this. I guess sort of an interlude after the chorus, and she she I, I felt we needed a female touch. I, I just thought it just sounded right when I when I would sing it, it just didn't feel right. I thought we needed a different sound, a different texture and um, I admire her voice. I liked her voice so much, and she was very, very cool to come in and do that part for us.
0: Oh, I love it, man. So great. So yesterday, you and I were were texting back and forth about the interview, and you sent me a voice memo from your brother, Anthony. Since I've got your permission, I'm going to go ahead and play a quick clip of that here on the podcast.
1: The other option was? Uh Think that's what it was for the ending of the chorus. And then uh intro option and maybe a bridge in between choruses. Uh boom 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 ba, boom 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 ba, boom 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 ba, boom 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 boom
0: who had contributed to this song and I'm not gonna lie to you I was like I was like put my kids to bed and I listened to that and I got super emotional like the (laughs) and um I've had Anthony on the podcast he was he was my friend and he's your brother I know this is a difficult topic here but um, we loved him and everything that he did was such a blessing to the kingdom, to the church, to his family. What was it like um, releasing something with Anthony's fingerprints on it and his his contribution to the song?
1: Well, you know, um, man, uh, last, last year was really, it was the most difficult year of our lives. My brother who had Anthony had um, been challenged with colon cancer, stage four colon cancer since 2015. And then last July 29th, we're coming up on a year, um, last July he he passed away and was promoted uh, onto the other side. And, you know, he was, every song, we collaborated so much. And I think... yeah. And if if your listeners haven't, you know, heard his music, I really encourage you guys go listen to everything, Anthony Trimble, Trimble with an I, T R I M B L E. Uh, go check out his stuff. His uh, he put out, I think like I mean, so much music over the six years, tons tons of music, and yeah. those came from a place of. Um, uh, I mean, he was suffering. He, there's there are no two ways about it. He was suffering. So badly, you know, um, but he he was so uh, determined to to um, use the gift God had given him until his very last opportunity. And so he just really he he produced so much great work. And so when I started, I, I called him, you know, before seasons because he and I wrote that together, my first single, we wrote that together when we were in high school. We just had this little demo and we had never done anything with it, and I thought it could be really great. And so I called him and I was like, hey, man, you've been doing music. I haven't recorded anything solo. Are you cool with me? You know, cause I was like the video guy and, uh, <laughs> right. He was like, dude, Ryan, d- you know, do it. He was, he was, um, like aside from my wife and family, you know, like he was, he was my biggest fan, you know, yeah. and so supportive. So he was cool and he was excited. I was getting into music. I'm taking a long time to explain this, but basically no, anytime I, I, I collaborated with them on everything I, I released so far, you know, and then last summer, I was sharing with him pieces of blue miami sky and he was he was pumped about it and he sent me this voice recording and he he heard this great chord progression altered the chord progression on the chorus and then the, like the last minute of the song he introduces this he gave me the bass the bass hook you know the 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 sort of percussive thing that the bass is doing is so cool um kind of staccato and and this and this string line like he handed it to me on a silver platter and i'm like dude what planet did you fall from because a lot of people know his worship music but they don't realize he had these sensibilities for pretty much any genre you threw his way um and so so yeah he sent me this voice memo and i've kept it it's it's precious to me
0: Bro, that is that is so special, and thank you for sharing that with me. That that blessed me yesterday, and uh, man, so so you've got this song that you worked with with Anthony, and it it came from from it. The song came during a time of grief and and loss, but it's it's set to to this upbeat tempo. So, what are your thoughts on on grief and and happy? sounding music how does that happen how does a a joyous sound come out of a season of grief like that for you
1: I wish I had like a better answer than I do but the only way I can explain it is over the last year through the suffering heaven keeps like just dropping these happy songs in my lap and I there are times like I, I don't know that I could turn it off if I wanted to and it's strange because i think the lord's trying to minister to me through the suffering and wrap his arms around me and express his love toward me and and then it's an opportunity for me to also share share that with others and keep perspective and celebrate the good life we do live because god has been good and and uh any suffering we've experienced he he suffered so much more so much yeah. more i meant like like, imagine, I, I had this revelation last week. I was talking with some friends and family about it. But, I mean, you think sudden death is difficult or even anticipating death for several years. Imagine living 33 years, knowing how you're going to die, wow. forming relationships, knowing that you're going to have oh, to goodness. kind of oh. leave those people behind yeah. and then to, to to be pinned on the cross and to all that anticipatory grief. Jesus mm-hmm. was... A, was acquainted with sorrow he was a man of sorrows he was acquainted with grief My so goodness. think about you think about the anticipatory grief that comes with watching someone suffer with cancer imagine imagine being jesus and anticipating this grief all your life um i can't imagine so what ends up happening is he just the lord has ministered to me so much and i've i've found such companionship there's fellowship and suffering with him, and uh, so yeah, he's like sending me these happy songs just to reassure me of his love for me, and I feel an obligation uh, and a compulsion to share it with other people, so that if they're suffering, they can kind of smile a little bit and, and keep some perspective that you know, man. walking with the Lord really is good, and we should celebrate yeah. that more. Man,
0: that is so good, bro. I love it, man, bro. I've ha- thoroughly enjoyed getting to talk to you about your music today and your ministry and I want you to know I love you and your family and I love what you're doing bro and I want to encourage you to just keep it up because it is blessing the music community and blessing the world and so I the problem is I could sit here and talk with you for like five hours but I know, <laughs> so I, know. And I, I could so easily do that and and thankfully yeah. we got to do a lot of that when we were in Texas and, and I want to do it again but um, I like to close out this question this is somewhat of a new question I've been asking my guest on the show if you could go back and give your 18 year old self one piece of advice what would it be
1: oh man uh <laughs> you know, I'm learning a little later than I should have just how wonderfully God closed the lilies of the fields, you know, like he takes care yeah. of the natural world all around us and uh, and he knows how to take care of his children. So um, if I could give my younger self some advice, I think it would be to like st- stop and smell the roses, realize that God clothed the flowers and uh, and uh, just you know enjoy every day as much as possible because um, walking with the Lord really is wonderful sometimes um, when 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 you go deep into a project or you you get obsessive about accomplishing something or or you want sometimes we can, Get confused about success in the world's terms and things of that nature, um, but but the Lord's been really trying to help me stop and and uh, rest, kind of like the song encourages us to do, and uh, and enjoy the wonderful life we have with Him. Um, because really, I I'm, I'm learning, you know, more recently, uh, just how important it is. Uh, be, because really, we could be gone in ten minutes, so um, yeah. why not? really enjoy the time we do have as much as possible because um, God's, God's walking with us and he's such a great companion. Let's, let's enjoy it. So if I could tell my younger self something, it'd be like, dude, relax, just yeah, enjoy yeah. your, enjoy your time with the Lord. Enjoy your time with the people around you as much as you can um, because so uh, every day is precious. Yeah.
0: It's so good, man. Well, bro, thank you for that. I, I feel encouraged today and I know that the listeners do too. Would, Would you do the honor of just praying over us, praying over our day, and blessing us on the podcast today?
1: Yeah. Lord, touch our friends listening right now, God. I pray that you would um, give them wisdom, give them understanding, God. God. Bring bring encouragement. If there's someone who's suffering, um, I pray that you would wrap your arms around them, remind them of your incredible love for them, God. I pray that you would just flow through everyone who's tuned into this, and I pray that it would uh, make a positive impact. I pray that there are people interested in music, that they would, they would, yes, pursue that and uh, and also keep you first in all things, God. It's not about our kingdom. It's about your kingdom. We want your kingdom to come in our lives. And so, Lord, I pray that you would encourage every apostolic artist, musician um lord i pray you touch every minister everybody's who's involved in church work we need uh we need to stay connected to you lord to walk in the spirit uh every day god help us to flow in the spirit uh and be sensitive to to what you want in our lives god i just i pray lord that uh you would help us to to find peace in your presence if there's someone who is burnt out or uh or, or is lacking perspective on the time uh, that they need yes, to spend God. with you, I pray that you would bring revelation. I pray that you would re- re- restore them, refresh them, and uh, help us to, to get into your presence and be sensitive to those moments. Um, and I pray that you would just encourage all the listeners today. God, yes. we love you. We give you praise. We give you glory. Yes. Be, be glorified by our lives, God. Be glorified in our lives. You've been so faithful to us, Lord. Help us be faithful to you. Yes. In Jesus' name.
0: In Jesus' name, amen. Well, Ryan, I love you, man. Thank you so much for doing this today. And for every listener, I want to end the show by saying, right now, stop what you're doing. Go download Blue Miami Sky. This song's going to bless you, which, by the way, you're going to see a cover there of two of the coolest dudes I know wearing sunglasses. I want to be cool (laughs) like them. When I grow up, (laughs) and uh, Ryan, I love you, man. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you, man. My pleasure. God bless you.